I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. Hello and welcome back to another episode of I Love That Ad with myself, your host, Aaron Chalk, and my colleague, Shane Brennan. Hello, how are we? Thanks for, for joining us again on another episode and this week we are going to delve into the lovely world of print and uh, looking at some of our favourite print ads that we've seen over the years uh, and one that one or two that might have eluded us as well um, uh, that we'd like to like to bring uh, to the forefront. How did you find Aaron, the research into this? Aaron, before, before, what did you say, sorry? Sorry, go on. Before we get into that, what magazine or newspaper have you most recently read? I tell you, during and the, I want honesty here. I want honesty. Yeah, so be embarrassed yeah. if well, it's something it's embarrassing. The, if it's always going to be the honest, it's always going to be the Lidl uh, magazine that has all the offers in it. Um, I, I think most of the population of Ireland would say that that's probably their most read. Uh, that or the Aldi ones for sure. Um, but w- what I did get into the habit of during the last twelve months, um, especially last summer, was getting a paper on a Saturday and like spending the weekend. An hour here, an hour there, delving into it. So like the weekend edition of, of the Irish Times was my tipple of fancy. Maybe the Sunday Business Post at the, on, on Sundays. But having that kind of time because you couldn't go anywhere, it was locked down. I really enjoyed getting into it. But it was kind of a habit. And once life gets busy, it's kind of hard to carve out those that bit of time. I don't know how you find it. What, what, what's the last one that you read, Shane? Yeah, I'm trying to think now because you went a completely different direction with the people. <laughs> I was like embarrassed. I was like, "Oh, we get saucy here," but um, no, for me, like if it's it's a, it's on that level of print. It was like there was a Fingal County Council prospectus for the next twenty four years or some shit like that came into the door. Riveting, I picked it up. Riveting reading. <laughs> I had the kid in my arms and I picked it up. I was like, "Do you know what? I'm a I'm I'm a dad now. That interests me." Never read it, so. <laughs> um, I ended up in recycling but uh this is what dads like, do isn't it read prospectuses mm, but yeah i don't know yeah um the there's a lot of that with being a first-time father you're like dads do this and then you realize no no that's just that's boring people do that that's, it's not about <laughs> being a father um i'm trying to think yeah so paper papers and like i, I generally wouldn't um I'm, all my news is online um unless Unless there's a particular sporting event coming out and like there's a particular sports journalist writing something, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I'll pick that up. Like ahead of the Lions tour, when the Lions tour right. is going on, if it goes on in South Africa, I will be buying papers then. Okay. Because I just, I don't know, I associate those things. Same with the Rugby World Cup is on, I would do the same thing. I don't, I don't know why. Um, yeah, I, I, I can, I can kind of sympathize with that. Like a big sporting weekend, like especially if it's if yeah. it's an All Ireland final or semi final. I get two or three papers and read the analysis for a good Mayo match, kind of getting getting checking the weather mm. as I like to call it ahead of the game itself. And actually, traditionally, Cheltenham would have been a huge one. Now the last two years, no, but um, well, really, since I got a mortgage or had to save for a mortgage, I bailed on the old ponies. But um, that would have been like a week I always would have got a paper. Mm. Um, but I'm trying to think. Have I even read magazines? I read like an interior design magazine there the other day once again very boring but um still there's ads in it and there's print but it was great i like yeah. like especially when you're looking at doing up your house or doing your garden or whatever like pinterest is amazing and instagram's amazing but there's something i don't know it's it's not about the, i don't find it's about the experience of reading it i think it's the actual content is of higher quality and 
condensed in one area because you got to go through a lot of crap on Instagram to find something you actually like mm. the look of, or you got to go through a lot of crap on Pinterest. So it's almost like it's alg- curated for you. Hmm. And the algorithms try to do their best, but at the same time, like some of the picture quality and everything, it's like it's obviously shite. Whereas what uh, print brings is that level of quality once you you enter in. You know what I mean? It's. Uh, I, I started pulling out. Um, articles that i would like oh that will come in handy down the road like little recipes or like gardening tips and there's a moment there's there one saturday i was doing and i was midway ripping it out of the magazine mm-hmm. i'm like oh this this is what old people do but but it's good because it's good as you said it's good content you know what i mean you want to kind of there's no screenshot in it or bookmarking it for later so you do have to revert to oh well i suppose they were doing it for a reason <laughs> that's like the father thing i'm not sure old people even do that you can't tear them all with that brush this is a boring person <laughs> thing to do <laughs> oh lord i had that moment yesterday looking at the garden going i felt great after doing a bit of potting of plants i'm like oh all right i'm getting old now i'm enjoying yeah. how were the knees get down and, and the gout how was that when you all were right so far but you know check in next week yeah. it could be a different story okay okay good man good man um, um, well, we will we'll crack in into this. Um, so, when it comes to kind of print advertising and and kind of the medium in general, how how do you always find it throughout the throughout your career? Was it o- was it always a kind of a format that you'd, you'd like to dabble in, or you kind of stay away from particular? Yeah, um, I'm not a big reader in general. So, like as generally consuming, it, it wouldn't be for me. But it is from an advertising point of view similar to how we discussed in out of home what i kind of love about print ads is it's 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 closer to i think traditional art than tv ad do you know what mm. i mean it's a, it's it's graphic design really like you're given a canvas space and that's it that's all you have to do to tell the story you don't have 25 frames a second you don't have of 30 seconds like you don't have it so I think there's a simplicity in that, like um, that format though that brings out really strong creativity, you know, mm. because like if you're a painter or you're you're doing any type of art like that, it you're telling your own story, right? So you're just bringing whatever you want to do. You could be doing anything, but to be able to get a brand identity across and sell a new product and potentially be funny and memorable all within the parameters of doing it for someone else and potentially 10 people having to sign it off and it having to meet um like advertising standards and not be too out there like there's a lot of there's a lot of um boxes to tick and hoops to jump through to get really strong creative within that space so when you land on when you see a nice bit of print creative like for me it probably stands out the most Hmm. like i have the most respect for really strong print creative probably over over anything else because it fundamentally feels to me like just a really strong idea brought to life you know what and i mean I, it, I know I, there's a lot more to it but at the same time it just feels like oh someone came up with that so you might have someone in the office who's really good at print ads that's what they're amazing at yeah and when they click it it's just it's perfect you know that's it's almost like it's like about. once it's done right it's it's the best kind of advertising mm. once it's you, you get the experts who've just nailed it as you said it it's some of the best ads you can actually consume and that's why this one is an exciting one to go into because there's so many so many examples of of just gorgeous print advertising um in action um well with mm-hmm. that in mind let's kick straight into your your uh, first choice so today we're going to have two choices each um so let's go for your first one shane uh, here it is 
on screen here. Mm -hmm. So this one is um, from Pedigree as a brand. Obviously, everyone knows what uh, what Pedigree is. Uh, dog food. So this campaign was launched in June 2013 by Almap BDO. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's pronounced Almap as opposed to A-L-M-A-P-B-B-D-O. <laughs> it might be wrong. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> These are not things they specify on the internet. And I wasn't going through their whatever 143 can submission videos to see a narrator say it out loud so whatever <laughs> but anyway they're good they're this was a really strong bit of copy which i love as someone it's a, it's around promoting people to adopt dogs and um what i love about it is i have adopted two dogs and grew up with dogs my entire life and it's just the the striking visual of how a dog changes a picture mm. and that's really it and how would you and then within that how the dog changes, how you perceive what's going on in the picture. So every single one of their pictures is potentially you're worried about that person or they're angry or sad. They're and then so, they just, they're so, such sad images. They're so without sad. The, dogs. Like, the minute the dog's in it, you're like, oh yeah, no, no, I no longer, like you go from, Jesus, I hope that guy's not going to walk into that. Or, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, I hope, you know, the, the, there's a one with a guy throwing a bottle littering. You're like, what a prick littering. But then they put the dog in and he's throwing it and the dog is trying to catch it. And, uh, but then the minute you see it with the dog, your thing is like, oh, nice man out walking with the dog or a woman out walking with the dog. That's it. You don't go, I wonder if that man's sad or angry or yeah. anything like that. Because you know he's in a good place because he has time to go out and walk with his dog. And what, what, what makes it even stronger is it's not just, oh, they're with a dog, that's a nice scene, they're having fun on the beach or what have you. But it's it's the extreme juxtaposition of yeah. the same image without the dog. So you, sw you swing from being really concerned to going, oh, that's a really nice scene. So, you know, so it's, it's, that, it's that big swing, I think, that is the, is the thing that makes those ads so powerful. Yeah, and like the cool thing about it is... Yeah, I think it is that big swing, but what it does for you then is, I don't know, for, for me anyway, where I, I try to delve deeper into what they were trying to say from a meaning point of view, obviously the, the title of the piece is a, was a, dog's, a Dog Makes Your Life Happier, right? Mm -hmm. Dot adopt. If you're, like I thought what they were trying to communicate was if you're in kind of a bit of a bad place, or maybe if you're lonely and you're kind of, like I, I thought their images really resonated with that. But apart from communicating to people like the juxtaposition is that like a dog can be purpose. A dog can be the friend that maybe you thought you couldn't get. You know what I mean? Dogs have such loaded emotions with humans. You know what I mean? We've mm -hmm. essentially made them to be our best friends. Um, And I think what it kind of encourages is like have a dog in your life and things will be better. So you reckon I've they're a pointed at people who, because like, even well, even the casting seems quite specific age, gender group. And that's that what I mean. Yeah, and I was like, that's why that's what put that in my head. I was like, because it's not like uh, a kid or uh, you know what I mean. It's it's particularly seems to be men in their thirties or up to kind of fifties. If yeah. I'm if I'm not mistaken, if yeah. we, if we look at every example of it, so like that's fairly pointed. Like it, and and considering this was what twenty thirteen, so like um, there would have been, yeah, that's men, all men by themselves. Yeah, and that's um, the age group that is much higher susceptible to risk to of suicide yeah, exactly. and things like that. So, 
I for me that came across and I I couldn't find really um anything where they talked about that so that mm. could have been something they were just doing secondary but it's strange to me that in this day and age that there is no gender balance in ads mm-hmm. it's almost like, kind of like a your default going well where's this and where's that yeah kind of well, you know, like, well, where's family it. where's okay if you have a single male where's the single woman okay grand okay where is the couple with no kids okay yeah put them in with it to show because would you not be trying to show a dog is for every family unit like a series to, yeah, you so you'd be trying to show like maybe an older couple, um, older man or woman by themselves, young uh, man or woman by themselves, couple no kids, family with kids. Hmm. So you're like, yeah. oh, don't not just one type of person needs to adopt a dog, because everyone could adopt a dog. My head went to <laughs> to the production process of this ad. Did they did they Photoshop the dog out, or did they Photoshop the dog in, <laughs> or did they take two photos? No, cause they look the exact same. So I, they have to be the same photo that's digitally manipulated. I can tell you the one where I can tell, which is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they Photoshop them out. So if you look at the first one with the man looking down at the ground, you can see all the sand mess from the dog. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you get me? Yeah, and obviously it's a nicer shoot if the dog is there. It's more fun. <laughs> yeah, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. So that, that's yeah. a that's a good example. Um, any last comments then before we move on to the next? No, I just next think week? it's cool and like what it's it's done exactly what I said earlier. But uh, ads can do whether or not I've read too deep into it potentially with their their um, casting. But all that was was a canvas printed, and it's it's two images, one design. And it, it's so loaded. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which, yeah. And uh, in such a simplistic way. And I just love that. Great. Well, uh, thanks for sharing that example. So we'll move straight on to uh, the next one, which uh, my next one is um, by KFC. The F, the campaign's called We're Sorry. So it's up on screen mm-hmm. here. Um, so th- this is quite a recent one. Um, so people might remember this when it, when it, when it broke. But uh, in February 2018, uh, KFC had a had a bit, probably the most ironic PR crisis of their of their company's history, a chicken restaurant that had no chicken. Uh, they had sold out of poultry or had supply chain issues, should I say. And uh, their response then to that disaster was this quite um, quite ballsy uh, print campaign uh, that was mm-hmm. published the week uh, the crisis was going on when the, all their stores were, were closed. Um, I just love it because you get it straight away, especially in the context of when it ran. Um, so obviously you kind of need to know the backstory now, but when it did run, you knew why why they were saying FCK, and you kind of could find kind of fill in the you there yourself. What? While they were saying why they were saying fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, I just think it, it was it was just very nicely done again with print yeah. that you can just you get the message straight away. I liked how they brought in the. The really kind of more old school type of print advertising where you have the key dominating imagery that makes you get it straight away mm-hmm. and then they fill in the story yeah, yeah like that's that's really harping back to the old school great out like lemon ads of volkswagen mm-hmm. uh, those kind of ones and it kind of it, it was just it was just nicely done together and uh, the actual concept uh, the ad was was created by uh, mother of london uh, their agency uh, and as you can imagine, it uh, kind of cleaned up um, at awards, won three goals and silver 
at Cannes and uh, just made a massive splash when it ran. I think it ran in only the Metro and the Sun in the UK, um, but it was covered nearly everywhere. What I what I love about it as well is one, yeah, I just love tongue in cheek. Like, like we talked about it before, just clever. It's being ballsy and being like, oh, we we made a mistake. And I love when a brand holds their hands up. They don't try and sweep it under the rug. It's like everyone's talking about this. Acknowledge it. It's be part of the joke, or you're. It's just gonna last longer. Um. So, but what I really think is really cool, and I've never been in many meetings where this is discussed, and I think it's something that print has a job to kind of do. Reactive. No one thinks if you say, "Oh, we want to do reactive advertising," no one goes, "Oh, print." Mm. Do you know what I mean? You go, "Oh, social. We'll do stuff. We'll do." Oreo dunk in the dark would do you know what I mean? They think like a couple of seconds, but like you can get something done out the next day. Yeah. And like that's reactive. To most people, that is very reactive. And I think it's so strong that like print should be part of that conversation because it seems so like I think when stuff is printed, you think like it's all it's um it's written in ink, right? So you, it feels even to a reader that this is a really concrete and yeah uh, like important thing to be reading. Effort. So when you can get it's something that's behind this, yeah, it's been printed. So you're like, if you can get something quick turnaround, I think it lands even harder. That like, how did they they turn that was, around that quickly? How there, did, there this was is, a great oh, this example is from the other day. There's yeah. a great example of that where uh, it actually happened in my first few months. In the industry, um, I was a bystander to it happening in real time, but it was uh, back when um, I think it was Ireland beat England in the cricket in was it two thousand summer two thousand and ten, um, uh, I think it might have been a, a match in Malahide, some something along those lines, and they bet so the news came in like around two or something like that that mm-hmm. they they bet them, but there were three players on the team called Johnson, <laughs> Mooney, and O'Brien. And yeah. within that afternoon, the creatives up in Owens had uh, an ad created Johnson Mooney, Johnson Mooney and O'Brien Toast England or something to that extent. MediaWorks had the ad place and it was in the print, print the next morning. Like, and that's, so that's a perfect example of yeah. just perfect um, reactive timing. I just think, though, and maybe it's young creatives coming up is they don't they don't read papers. So they don't they don't think about press ads. They don't think. There's you know a big I mean? thing about that, though, as well, isn't there? That it's not part of your habit and no. your daily routine. It's something you have to specifically switch your mind to. Um, okay, let's. Uh, we're, we're flying through time here, so I'm going to go back to you, Shane, okay. then for your next campaign, if you don't mind. Yeah, my next campaign is up on screen there now. And this is a really cool campaign from uh, Kel Optic. Um, so this is a French uh, glasses, contact lenses company. And essentially what they did was that, well, their creative agency, Y&R Paris, who are don't really exist anymore, now it's V-M-L-Y and or. Um, just to get that right, if anyone's looking at them. How up. many letters do you have oh, to? Can you fit in your agency name? We're getting to them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting fucking sick of this. <laughs> and then they're all merging. They merge every two years. So and they don't drop any anything. letters. They just put the letters together when they merge. Oh, stop. Um... And then you're not sure if it's someone advertising like a, a competitor. So if you search their agency and then some, you get like an ad or really strong SEO of a different name and you're like, <laughs> is that another competing creative agency just being bastards? Is, it, is that a three or an E? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, whatever. But anyway, they did really good, nice uh, print creative, which was around um, essentially just bringing to life that if you put glasses on, you'll be able to see clearly. So what they did was they got... Um, 
impressionist artists so like Monet, Van Gogh um, and they just held the glass lens over it as if you could see it as if it was an impressionist work so I think that the tagline was turning impressionism into hyperrealism was the tagline they put it on and I just think it's great because I just think it's um, like we especially that Van Gogh self-portrait we all know it to look at it and then when mm. you hold it over and and once again this is a French ad so like French people definitely would resonate with all this <laughs> just to throw a big old stereotype across all French people there fuck it like it's like us doing we didn't a Paddy's Day episode like give me a break <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, yeah I just think I just really liked it. it the minute I saw it, it it took my eye I was like oh that's really clever and then I saw the the other two iterations that are up on screen, and uh, I just thought, yeah, I just really liked it. I thought it was real simple, really fucking simple. Wear glasses; it makes you see better. Take something that's uh, famously blurry and make it clearer. Yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> that's what they did. It's nice execution. As someone who got glasses uh, at the end of last summer for for driving, um, I can it, it, I can I can tell how. <laughs> It speaks to me a lot. Let's just put it that way. There's license plates I could suddenly read when I couldn't at a distance. So uh, did you not have glasses in in university? I did, yeah, I did, yeah. But uh, I dropped them off for a while. Uh, moving swiftly on, uh, so then we'll go to um, for anyone who didn't go to college. Uh, we'll move on to to my last ad, and this one uh, before I bring it up on screen, I have to say this this ad has always been one of my favorite ads of all time. Uh, when I when I saw it a number of years ago, um. And this was, uh, this is the Fisher Price anti slip uh, roller skates ad, where we see uh, one boy beside a load of empty space with the headline, Which of these three kids is wearing Fisher Price anti slip roller skates? Uh, I just think that that visual is the strongest visual I've ever seen uh, in, in creative. Um, now, it, again, it is that old style ad where you do have the text at the bottom which kind of goes into it it's it's beautifully written copy uh, as well in, in its old self but even if you didn't have that just that image in itself with the headline is just in my mind it's it's absolutely perfect yeah yeah no it's really nice it's really nice um i i initially thought when you said it that it was a joke like anti-slip roller skates i was like should they all like it's it's, it's part of it well, it it isn't because well this the, these were these were the the product that really were the innovator and that's what the copy really goes into is how they started from scratch uh, for for creating uh, these these roller skates and all the different features that they have in it from like adjustable sizes velcro straps. I think uh, I know the is these are the ones you used to put your shoes into, as opposed to having to tie them on. Do you remember those Fisher Price? What I think they might. I'm not too sure what the actual and product is. It was is. like plastic, and you like could extend it, and you actually velcroed your shoe into it, as opposed to having to like lace up. I know those ones. Yeah, I'm Do not too sure ones? if 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 that's for these, but but a lot of the features that they did put into it were were quite uh, quite uh, revolutionary in terms of the kids skating industry. Mm. But uh, that that it lasted so long that kids skating <laughs> industry. That uh, that that smug looked off from the kid, I think, is is perfect yeah, yeah. as well. Like um, and do you know what? The, my favorite thing about the ad is, they they didn't show the kids on the ground. They didn't have to, do you know, and just mm. they just let the audience be part of the ad to fill in the blanks themselves. Kind of similar to the KFC one as well. You kind of fill in fill in that blank too. Um. So for for me, that'll be that'll be in my top uh, top five all time ads for sure. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. Cool. 
brilliant well that that actually has us way out of time uh so we're going to leave it there um fun talk to you again shane uh, about all things and uh, lovely ads so uh till next time thanks for tuning in uh you can if you are listening to this and you want to have a look at the ads that we uh, were discussing today you can go on to the website uh workwithfo.e forward slash podcast where you can see all the lovely examples uh up there and don't forget that you can comment uh on any uh, of any of the social platforms, if there's any ads you think we uh, we missed out on, um, and until next time, see you then. Peace.